The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Ah, the weekend is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, March 11th, 2023, Saturday of the second week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Eulogius of Cordoba. He was a priest of Cordoba, Spain, arrested in 850. Noted scholar of scripture, he wrote exhortation to martyrdom for two young virgin martyrs, Flora and Mary, who were beheaded. He was released and was named Archbishop of Cordoba or Toledo before being consecrated. He aided Leocretia, a young Moorish woman who had converted to Christianity. They were caught and beheaded in 859 A.D. St. Eulogius of Cordoba, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for those who have suffered harm from members of the Church. May they find within the Church herself a concrete response to their pain and suffering. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the Gospel of today's Mass, Jesus tells one of the most famous parables which is that of the prodigal son. This parable is also known as the parable of the merciful father. And I think that gets at the heart of the message of this parable. The title prodigal son, of course, is very fitting. Um, but we must remember what prodigal means. Prodigal does not mean repentant or sorrowful. It means wastefully extravagant. And, of course, that reflects perfectly what the the younger of the two sons, um, it reflects perfectly how he acted, is that he wasted all of his father's money. But he's not the only protagonist. You have the younger son, and you have his older brother, who also has an important role. And at the heart of the story is the father. The father who is always welcoming to his children. And so we are probably very familiar with this parable, but it's worth going over the facts as Jesus relates them to us. He says, A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. 
It's amazing that he makes this request. He's asking for his inheritance, that which he's going to receive when his father dies. He's basically telling his dad, you are as good to me as the money that I will get when you die. And the father does so. He gives him that money. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country, where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens, who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here I am, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. The younger son doesn't realize what he's done. He doesn't face it. He doesn't recognize it until he's dying of hunger. So it takes starvation for him to realize what he's done, to realize his, his sin. Yes, he's so hungry that he will go back and get food, but he realizes that, that what he's done has been terrible. And according to him, he doesn't deserve to be his father's son anymore. And one thing that he's going to realize, and that Jesus wants to show us, is that we are always children of our Father, no matter what we do. And in fact, that's the case in human life as well. We will always be the children of our parents. Always. It's a relationship that can't be dissolved. Even if legally, somehow, you disassociate yourself from your parents, you will always be the son or daughter of your parents. That relationship is always there. And in the case of God the Father, not only is that relationship always there, is that he always welcomes us back. So let's go back to the parable. I was getting ahead of myself a little bit. So the son goes back. He's got his spiel ready, right? So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. He said, his son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and has been found. The celebration begins. This past summer, I was teaching a class to fourth through sixth grade girls, and I told them this parable in my own words and um, and a little bit of a dramatic, not exactly acting, but a dramatic um, telling of the story and uh, without changing the facts or anything, but I used my own words. And, um, and when I got to the end, or at least to the point where we just got, I asked them if they had a son who would behave that way, would they welcome that son back with a party? And um, in at first, no one raised their hand. Nobody. There were like 25 or 30 
fourth through sixth grade girls in this class. And I wait. I say, really? Is it, no one has an opinion or an idea of what they would do? And I push them a little bit. I say, would, would, some, would you have that party? Would you throw that party for your son? Wouldn't you punish him just a little bit? And then one girl raised her hand and said, I would ground him for a week. And then I said, would you let him be your son again? And she said, no, servant. And then after that, all the hands went up. And every girl had a different variation on how she would punish her son if he had done what the prodigal son did. Nobody, not one of the girls said that they would immediately throw a party. They all said that there had to be some kind of punishment, even if it was just a day um, of being grounded and then, and then they would let him back as, as, as their son again. But none of them said, none of them did what the father does in the parable. And this can't surprise us. This is, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a fun class, but it's very revealing, right? Is that God's way of thinking is not our way of thinking. And Jesus, I finally turn to you in this time of prayer. And you have come to show us that the, the divine logic is different than human logic. And there are a lot of aspects to, the, to this divine logic whether it's the value of suffering and the cross, and how redemption comes through that. But in this particular case, the divine logic of forgiveness, always, always, if we want it, we have to want it. We have to go, we have to turn towards our Father God, just like the son does, the younger son does, and to say, I am sorry, I have sinned. I have sinned against heaven and against you. As the prodigal son said, we have to take that step. And we can take that step many times a day because we do make a lot of mistakes. We do sin throughout the day. And it's good to turn to God the Father and say, Father, I'm sorry, I've sinned. And he embraces us. He embraces you. He embraces me. So even when we make a mistake, a big one or a small one throughout the day, we should still be cheerful. The consequence of all this is cheerfulness, is joy. The joy of one who knows he or she is a child of God. Jesus, please, give me the grace to, to enter into this divine way of thinking. Because we're invited, and it's meant to be a human way of thinking too, but it's hard for us. It's hard for us with our fallen human nature. So, may we take advantage of this divine logic. To say sorry, not to get discouraged. There's no reason to get discouraged and to get down and to be sad for five days because we'd sinned or made a mistake. No, 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 no. And also, there's no reason for us to hold grudges. That's another consequence of all this. Jesus, help me forgive. Don't let me hold resentment in my heart. I bring that to you at the end of this time of prayer. And we ask our Mother Mary to help us. She is also merciful. She's the mother of mercy because she's the mother of Jesus. Mary, help us understand and enter in and enjoy the divine logic of, of God's infinite mercy whenever we repent of our sins. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. 
You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Definitely a song for today's gospel. That is Annie Cardo 
come home. 16 minutes past the hour. It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday of the second week of Lent, March 11th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin the liturgical day with the entire church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come, let Let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. 
Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Who can tell the Lord's mighty deeds? Who can recount all his praise? They are happy who do what is right, who at all times do what is just. O Lord, remember me out of the love you have for your people. Come to me, Lord, with your help, that I may see the joy of your chosen ones and may rejoice in the gladness of your nation and share the glory of your people. Our sin is the sin of our fathers. We have done wrong. Our deeds have been evil. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, paid no heed to your wonderful deeds. They forgot the greatness of your love. At the Red Sea defied the Most High. Yet he saved them for the sake of his name, in order to make known his power. He threatened the Red Sea. It dried up, and he led them through the deep as through the desert. He saved them from the hand of the foe. He saved them from the grip of the enemy. The waters covered their oppressors. Not one of them was left alive. Then they believed in his words. Then they sang his praises. But they soon forgot his deeds and would not wait upon his will. They yielded to their cravings in the desert and put God to the test in the wilderness. He granted them the favor they asked and sent disease among them. Then they rebelled, envious of Moses and of Aaron, who was holy to the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and buried the clan of Abiram. Fire blazed up against their clan, and flames devoured the rebels. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. Keep, Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. They fashioned a calf at Horeb and worshipped an image of metal, exchanging the God who was their glory for the image of a bull that eats grass. They forgot the God who was their Savior who had done such great things in Egypt, such portents in the land of Ham, such marvels at the Red Sea. For this he said he would destroy them. But Moses, the man he had chosen, stood in the breach before him to turn back his anger from destruction. Then they scorned the land of promise. They had no faith in his word. They complained inside their tents and would not listen to the voice of the Lord. So he raised his hand to swear an oath that he would lay them low in the desert, would scatter their sons among the nations and disperse them throughout the lands. They bowed before the Baal of Peor, ate offerings made to lifeless gods, 
They roused him to anger with their deeds, and a plague broke out among them. Then Phinehas stood up and intervened. Thus the plague was ended, and this was counted in his favor, from age to age forever. They provoked him at the waters of Meribah. Through their fault it went ill with Moses, for they made his heart grow bitter, and he uttered words that were rash. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. They failed to destroy the peoples as the Lord had given command, but instead they mingled with the nations and learned to act as they did. They worshipped the idols of the nations, and these became a snare to entrap them. They even offered their own sons and their daughters in sacrifice to demons. They shed the blood of the innocent, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they offered to the idols of Canaan. The land was polluted with blood. So they defiled themselves by their deeds and broke their marriage bond with the Lord till his anger blazed against his people. He was filled with horror at his chosen ones. So he gave them into the hand of the nations, and their foes became their rulers. Their enemies became their oppressors. They were subdued beneath their hand. Time after time he rescued them, but in their malice they dared to defy him and sank low through their guilt. In spite of this, he paid heed to their distress so often as he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant. In the greatness of his love, he relented and he let them be treated with mercy by all who held them captive. O Lord, our God, save us. Bring us together from among the nations that we may thank your holy name and make it our glory to praise you. Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, forever, from age to age. Let all the people cry out, Amen, Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Creator, how wonderfully you made man. You transformed dust into your own image and gave it a share in your own nature. Yet you are more wonderful in pardoning the man who had rebelled against you. Grant that where sin has abounded, grace may more abound, so that we can become holier through forgiveness and be more grateful to you. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. The man of God welcomes the light. So So that all may see that his deeds are true. From the book of Exodus. God delivered all these commandments. I, the Lord, am your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. 
You shall not have other gods besides me. You shall not carve idols for yourselves in the shape of anything in the sky above, or on the earth below, or in the waters beneath the earth. You shall not bow down before them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, inflicting punishment for their father's wickedness on the children of those who hate me, down to the third and fourth generation, but bestowing mercy down to the thousandth generation on the children of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave unpunished him who takes his name in vain. Remember to keep holy the Sabbath day. Six days you may labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. No work may be done then either by you or your son or daughter, or your male or female slave, or your beast, or by the alien who lives with you. In six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but on the seventh day he rested. That is why the Lord has blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, that you may have a long life in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male or female slave, nor his ox or ass, nor anything that belongs to him. The law of the Lord is perfect. It gives life to the soul. The word of the Lord is to be trusted. It gives wisdom to the simple. The command, the command of, of the Lord, Lord is clear. It, it gives light to the, to the eye. The man who loves his neighbor fulfills the law. The whole law is summed up in love, for love is the fulfillment of the law. The command, the command of, of the Lord, Lord is clear. clear. It, it gives, gives light to the eye. From the Treatise on Flight from the World by St. Ambrose Bishop Where a man's heart is, there is his treasure also. God is not accustomed to refusing a good gift to those who ask for one. Since he is good, and especially to those who are faithful to him, let us hold fast to him with all our soul, our heart, our strength, and so enjoy his light and see his glory and possess the grace of supernatural joy. Let us reach out with our hearts to possess that good. Let us exist in it and live in it. Let us hold fast to it, that good which is beyond all we can know or see and is marked by perpetual peace and tranquility, a peace which is beyond all we can know or understand. This is the good that permeates creation. In it we all live, on it we all depend. It has nothing above it, it is divine. No one is good but God alone. What is good is therefore divine 
What is divine is therefore good. Scripture says, When you open your hand, all things will be filled with goodness. It is through God's goodness that all that is truly good is given us, and in it there is no admixture of evil. These good things are promised by Scripture to those who are faithful. The good things of the land will be your food. We have died with Christ. We carry about in our bodies the sign of his death, so that the living Christ may also be revealed in us. The life we live is not now our ordinary life, but the life of Christ. A life of sinlessness, of chastity, of simplicity, and every other virtue. We have risen with Christ. Let us live in Christ. Let us ascend in Christ so that the serpent may not have the power here below to wound us in the heel. Let us take refuge from this world. You can do this in spirit, even if you are kept here in the body. You can at the same time be here and present to the Lord. Your soul must hold fast to him. You must follow after him in your thoughts. You must tread his ways by faith, not in outward show. You must take refuge in him. He is your refuge and your strength. David addresses him in these words, I fled to you for refuge, and I was not disappointed. Since God is our refuge, since God, God who is in heaven and, and above the heavens, we must take refuge from this world in that place where there is peace, where there is rest from toil, where we can celebrate the great Sabbath, as Moses said. The Sabbath of the land will provide you with food. To rest in the Lord and to see his joy is like a banquet and full of gladness and tranquility. Let us take refuge like deer beside the fountain of waters. Let our soul thirst as David thirsted for the fountain. What is the fountain? Listen to David. With you is the fountain of life. Let my soul say to this fountain, When shall I come and see you face to face? For the fountain is God himself. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This, this is, is the, the first, first and greatest, greatest commandment. commandment. This is what the Lord your God asks of you to hold him in awe, to love him and serve him with all your heart and soul. This is, this is the, the first and the greatest commandment. Let us pray. O God, who grant us by glorious healing remedies while still on earth to be partakers of the things of heaven, guide us, we pray, through this present life and bring us to that light in which you dwell. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour on Saturday of the second week of Lent, March 11th, 2023, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today's gospel, as you have already heard, is from the 15th chapter of the Gospel of Luke, from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, The Prodigal Son. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him, and the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that falls to me. And he divided his living between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took his journey into a far country. And there, he squandered his property in loose living. And when he had spent everything, a great famine arose in that country, and he began to be in want. So he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed swine. He would gladly have fed on the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was yet at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and make merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to make merry. Now his elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what this meant. The servant said to him, Your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Lo, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your living with harlots. You killed for him the fatted calf. And he said to him, 
Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to make merry and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, You'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Saturday musical gift to our Blessed Mother, that is Mary Donahue with Sing of Mary. At 17 minutes before the hour, it's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, March 11th, 2023, Saturday of the second week of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now 
and And will will be be forever. forever. Amen. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing to God of glory infinite, to Christ our Lord for all his grace, through whom the great Creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law, till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old, no shades of night can fall that dim, your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. As As morning breaks, we we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, My rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. Extol the greatness of our God. Extol the greatness of our God. Give ear, O heavens, while I speak. Let the earth hearken to the words of my mouth. May my instructions soak in like the rain, and my discourse permeate like the dew, like a downpour upon the grass, like a shower upon the crops. For I will sing the Lord's renown. O proclaim the greatness of our God. The rock, how faultless are his deeds. How right all his ways. A faithful God, without deceit. How just and upright he is. Yet basely has he been treated by his degenerate children, a perverse and crooked race. Is the Lord to be thus repaid by you, O stupid and foolish people? Is he not your Father who created you? Has he not made you and established you? Think back on the days of old. Reflect on the years of age upon age. Ask your Father and he will inform you. Ask your elders and they will tell you. When the Most High assigned the nations their heritage, when he parceled out the descendants of Adam, he set up the boundaries of the peoples after the number of the sons of God, while the Lord's own portion was Jacob. His hereditary share was Israel. He found them in a wilderness, a wasteland of howling desert. He shielded them and cared for them, guarding them as the apple of his eye. As an eagle incites its nestlings forth by hovering over its brood, so he spread his wings to receive them and bore them up on his pinions. The Lord alone was their leader. No strange God was with him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Extol the greatness of our God. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation! How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation! How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind? mortal man, that you care for him. 
yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in in all creation. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Wash yourselves clean. Put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Make justice your aim. Redress the wronged. Hear the orphan's plea. Defend the widow. Come now. Let us set things right, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as snow. Though they be crimson red, they may become white as wool. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God God himself himself will set set me free from from the the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And And from from the the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of your servants. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of your servants. Let us pray. Let us always and everywhere give thanks to Christ our Savior and ask him with confidence. Lord, Lord, help help us with with your your grace. grace. May we keep our bodies pure. As temples of the Holy Spirit, Lord, Lord, help help us us with with your your grace. May we offer ourselves this morning to the service of others. And do your will in all things throughout the day. Lord, help help us us with with your your grace. Teach us to seek the bread of everlasting life. The bread that is your gift. Lord, Lord, help help us us with with your your grace. May your mother, the refuge of sinners, pray for us. And gain for us your loving forgiveness. Lord, Lord, Help Help us us with with your your grace. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, Lord, help help us us with with your your grace. Let us again offer our praise to God and pray in the words of Christ. Our Father, who who art art in in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who grant us by glorious healing remedies while still on earth, to be partakers of the things of heaven. Guide us, we pray, through this present life and bring us to that light in which you dwell. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me on this Lenten journey. I appreciate the company, especially at this hour of the morning. It's Saturday. The weekend is here. Get your chores done, but keep on praying. The Saturday edition of Morning Air in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. 
Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.